How are you at developing others? Would you say that you're a pro at this? Do you need a little work in this area? Or maybe you're somewhere in between. Making sure your team is getting ongoing learning and development opportunities, formal and informal, is important if you want to hire and retain talented individuals. This also translates into a bigger bottom line for your company and a team that is effectively hitting their goals. In this episode, we're going to cover what research is saying about learning and development in the workplace and the best ways to develop those around you. If you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn. I'm an executive leadership coach, speaker, and author. I'm the current president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference, and I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills and the mindset that allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who want to be ready for the next one. It is my belief that for more women to hold positions of senior leadership, there are changes at the individual and organizational level that need to occur. Not only do women need to be trained and coached on how to operate at these levels of leadership, organizations need to change their paradigm of how the work gets done and what supports are in place for leaders to do their job. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search for Jody Flynn on the platform. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. You'll see the follow button is prominent on my profile, but if you click on the more button to the right, you'll find the option to connect. Click on that and be sure to add a note to the invitation, letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and to get to know you better. I remember a training my boss signed me up for years ago when I was in my corporate job. It was a full day training on the Franklin Covey time management system. I remember I bristled a little when she told me about it. There was so much going on in my area and the thought of being unavailable for an entire day had me a little on edge. I can tell you that to this day, it is still one of the most valuable trainings I've ever attended. I still use many of the strategies to this day and it saved my bacon on many occasions. Just after doing that training, I rolled into several projects at work while I was in the process of buying a home, training for a marathon, and preparing for my sister's wedding. Not only that, three important people in my life died in the three months in which all of this was occurring. Without that training to help me break down my overwhelm into doable tasks and timeframes, I probably would have had a breakdown. I also remember toward the end of my corporate career, my boss talking to me about getting a Six Sigma certification in process improvement. All the while, I was building up the nerve to talk to her about getting a coaching certification. All this to say, ongoing training and development is vital to maintaining the energy, effectiveness, and retention of your team. Let's consider some stats. Retention rates are 34% higher among organizations that offer employee development opportunities. 
74% of workers say that a lack of employee development opportunities is preventing them from reaching their full potential. 93% of employees say that well-planned employee training programs positively affect their level of engagement. In a recent Dale Carnegie survey, companies with engaged employees outperformed those without by up to 202%. And the fact of the matter is, it's more costly to hire for missing skills than it is to pay for current employees to be trained on those same skills. And these stats based on research by LinkedIn. According to LinkedIn's 2019 Workforce Learning Report, 94% of employees say that they would stay at a company longer if it's simply invested in helping them learn. LinkedIn search found that roughly a quarter of Gen Z and millennials say learning is the number one thing that makes them happy at work. And over a quarter, about 27% of Gen Z and millennials say that the number one reason they'd leave their job is because they did not have the opportunity to learn and grow. Research is showing that for employees, opportunities for development are now the second most important factor in workplace happiness after the nature of the work itself. If you want to attract and keep the best talent, you have to invest time, energy, and money in their ongoing learning development. The main reason being is people who are good at what they do derive satisfaction in their work. They want to be continuously improving. And millennials and Gen Z, those who are in the early stages of their career, are hungry to make their mark, and they know that comes from learning and development opportunities and active hands-on experience. Investing in your team members and giving them opportunities for growth signals to them that you care. You're displaying to them that you want them to get better and have more opportunities now and in the future. That behavior garners loyalty. And loyal employees are more likely to communicate when there are challenges causing them to be unhappy. And they will take an active role to resolve those challenges before those challenges make them want to leave. Generally, people only look to you as a leader worth following when you are helping to bring out their potential. Are you getting value from listening to the Women Taking Lead podcast? If so, could you do me a huge favor? Could you leave a rating and a review in your favorite podcast app? Ratings and reviews make a podcast easy to discover and let a potential listener know what you are getting from the podcast. Podcast reviews lend social proof that listening to the episode is worth someone's time. And if you have a friend who could benefit from this podcast, share it with her as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's acknowledge that finding opportunities for ongoing development can be difficult in a fast-paced environment. The need to hit immediate deadlines can cause us to lose sight of doing what will ensure long-term harmony and efficiency on our team. The key is to find opportunities to fold learning and development into the day-to-day activities so the two are not competing with one another. Here are some tips. Take time to debrief and allow learning to sink in. After every meeting, 
do a quick debrief on competencies and skills that were displayed during the meeting. It may relate to product and service knowledge, service delivery, leading up or across, negotiation skills, public speaking, presentation design, or meeting facilitation. Ask questions to see what your team members picked up on and what would they have done differently. Second, co-create a to-learn list. With each of your team members, develop a list of competencies and skills that would benefit them in your organization. Keep that list on your radar and review it with them during your one-to-one meetings. Because this list is top of mind, you and they will be more likely to identify opportunities to check off items on the to-learn list. If you see a piece of content or training relevant to a team member's list, bring it to their attention. They'll appreciate that you are keeping them top of mind in the midst of your busy day. Third, schedule time for cross-functional job shadowing. Which divisions and departments does your team interact with most? A better understanding of what those groups do and how they do it will improve how your team works with those groups. This results in greater efficiency, which impacts your output and the overall bottom line. Find out which aspects of the business your individual team members are curious about and encourage them to learn more about them. Fourth, encourage formal training. Does your organization sponsor higher education credits? Make sure your team knows about it and the process to apply or get reimbursed. Gather and communicate upcoming workshops, seminars, webinars, or conferences related to your division or industry. Could you sponsor a team member to go and then have them present their takeaways internally after so the whole team benefits? Another tip, create a channel to post and discuss learning. Whether it's Teams, Slack, or some other software, create a place to post industry news, trends, or anything interesting and relevant to the group. A tip on this type of channel, I don't know if you've seen posts on social media with a link or a video, and all the person posting communicates is something like, so good, this is interesting, or you're going to want to watch this. That's not helpful and it doesn't encourage learning or engaging with the content. Create a rule that when something is posted, the person sharing explains why they are posting and who would most likely benefit or be interested in this information. Give learning and development assignments. This can be done on the individual or team level. Assign an article, a case study, or a book that is relevant to the learning and development needs that have been identified. Dedicate time during your one-to-one meetings or staff meetings to discuss the content. And my last tip, walk your talk by investing in your own development. Take the time to be working on expanding your own skills and competencies. Share what you are working on and attending. Present to your team some of the things you've learned. You create a culture of learning when you display and not just say that it is important. When you take the time out of your day for ongoing development, you give your team permission to take time out of their day for development. 
So in summary, and this is actually taken right from a previous episode of Women Taking the Lead, How to Reach New Levels of Leadership, Part 1. The better you know your people, the work they do, and what they need to be successful at their own job, the easier your job will be. It's also important not to play favorites, even if you're tempted, and to treat everyone as a valued member of the team, regardless of tenure or current capabilities. People perform better when they are working with and for someone they know, like, and trust. And they won't trust you if they don't sense that you like and support them. Your team needs to sense that you not only support their high performance, you support their development and professional goals as well. And as is becoming the trend, I'm loving some quotes I'm seeing out there. And this one is by Phil Collins. In learning, you will teach. And in teaching, you will learn. Is your leadership development on your list? Let's chat. If you're interested in finding out more about my process, the cost of coaching, or how to ask your employer to pay for you to work with a coach, or how to have one of your team members work with a coach, schedule a time to chat with me. You can find that link in the episode description. If you're listening through a mobile device, that link will be in your podcast app. And if you're listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be toward the bottom of the episode webpage. There's also a link in there to access a checklist that will help you prepare to ask your company to sponsor you to work with a coach. If you would like some coaching on how to do that, I invite you to schedule time to chat with me. I'd be happy to walk you through the process and help you feel more comfortable in making the request. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success.